Finding Your Peace with Shelley J. Miller is a show dedicated to helping you move into an experience of love, peace, and joy that lasts. Using the principles from the teachings of Jesus in A Course in Miracles, you will learn how to transform your life by becoming miracle-minded, heal yourself, your relationships, and your finances by understanding how to break free and awaken. Call in for a mini-reading to gain clarity and receive guidance. Now, here's your host, Shelley J. Miller. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Finding Your Peace. I'm your host, Shelley J. Miller. I'm a professional psychic and a medium. I read the Akashic Records, which is past life information. And I'm also a transformational life coach using the uh, the teachings of Jesus from A Course in Miracles. And of course, Finding Your Peace is always a podcast about how to put the Course in Miracles principles that Jesus so graciously gave us into practice in your daily life. Uh, Course in Miracles, this is episode 14, by the way, and it's entitled Grateful. And I'll, I'll talk to you today about why I chose that title and, uh, and how you can live in gratitude. Um, Course in Miracles, if you're just joining, welcome. If you're a Course fan or you're just starting out, let me just explain again very briefly that the Course was given through a scribe and she wrote down everything he said. It took seven years uh, to get it out to, uh, to for her to write it and get it and then get it out into the world. It's a non-dual teaching. What that means is it it is not it is a uh, teaching of of Christ consciousness. It's how to come awake in Christ consciousness. It he shows you that there are two thought systems: one based on fear, where you follow your ego, and one based on spirit, where you make Holy Spirit your master. And what that means essentially is how to give up your judgments, your grievances, the things that keep us trapped in the serial dream of life, because we're dreaming this dream. It's, it's not really real. Who we really are is a spirit that lives eternally. We're innocent. We're holy. We're forgiven, by the way. And so he shows you through the workbook and the text in the workbook, doing the workbook, that it reprograms your subconscious mind from fear to love. And in so doing, you awaken. He says the course is not about enlightenment, but it's about getting you connected to your inner teacher, which is the Holy Spirit or your God self. Uh, And I'll say more about Holy Spirit a little bit later, because it's essential that you choose what master you're going to follow. So today is uh, is 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 called grateful. And um, this is episode 14. And my mentor, my spiritual mentor, I had a lot of great mentors, including my parents great people in my path in this lifetime. But my spiritual mentor, uh, she and I were traveling a lot. Spirit sent me away, if you've heard my story in podcast one, to Hawaii, away from my family to follow spirit. I, I, I wasn't working in the world, pardon me, wasn't working in the world. And I and it was, it was really challenging. I was letting go of my ego, didn't really know that that was what was going on. But it was, it was, <laughs> it was a kind of trial by fire. And I was grousing over and over again about how much I did not like what was going on. And she said to me, Joye, which is my spiritual name. She said, uh, she said, uh, gratitude is a bridge. You have to learn to live in gratitude. Gratitude is a bridge. And I've since modified that to gratitude is, is the bridge is changing your attitude, but it really is where you go from thoughts in your lower mind that are unhappy to, to the higher mind, to higher thoughts of 
compassion and, 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 uh, love and seeing things differently. So, um, I'm always guided. Um, I'm always guided every two weeks. I do, I broadcast every other Sunday, 2 PM on BBS radio station one, in case you're finding this on a podcast or my radio show, uh, or my, uh, my homepage on my, uh, ShellyJMiller.com. I have all of these podcasts uh, listed for free. You can watch them or you can come to BBS station radio station one and look in the archives to finding your piece and they're listed there. But I'm guided from two week interval to two week interval on by what I'm being taught, what I'm observing in others, because I, I read professionally, have a client list. And uh, and so I choose my subject matter through what I'm kind of guided to to learn or share with you. And, uh, you know, it's and then offer it through the 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 veil of the course of the focus of the course in miracles, because this is this is probably the most powerful teaching on the planet. He said, it's not the only way home. It's just the fastest. You could save yourself a thousand years of pain and suffering and lifetime after lifetime birth and, and death and rebirth. And, and if you don't know that, that's a huge revelation for you. I I hope you'll take that seriously. So, um, Spirit told me to start writing on Tuesday this of this last week because I had a lot of miracles happen and I had a lot to be grateful for. And uh, I got distracted because I was really tired. My mom, if uh, you've been following me and if you're not, uh, I've taken care of both my parents through their sicknesses and, and their uh, passing. Uh, my mom is now quite um, up in years and she's been very unwell. Uh, for the majority of the time since my dad passed almost eight years ago. But in this last year, she's been sick almost completely around the clock. <laughs> wow. And I am uh, fried, to say the least. And um, so uh, we missed Thanksgiving this year. And no surprise there. She was having trouble breathing. I'm sharing this story with you because I'm 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 knowing that a lot of people are struggling right now. And I hope that you can see what I understood to do with gratitude, where I fell off the horse and I had to get myself back on. I hope it's a value to you. We missed Thanksgiving and I had to wait. I called Friday the next day. And of course, everybody was off because it was a Thanksgiving holiday and I had to wait through the weekend to get her help. I knew not to take her to emergency. I intuited it and I knew for sure in my heart it was going to be fine. That may not be the case for you, but but I, I knew completely that that would be a very bad thing to do for her because she's so frail that it would it would probably take her out to to spend so much tra- traumatic time in the in the emergency board. So um, Monday came around. But but before that, uh, I was wondering if she was passing away and because uh, it was getting pretty dicey and um, she's expressed an interest to not be here anymore. And um, that weekend before I could call the doctors on Monday, I had a doctor and two very close friends call me and tell me all about hospice, things that I really needed to know. It was like a miracle to me. It was so much information and it was kind of like a lot to get my head around and I wrote everything down. But but I had had an experience with hospice with my dad and it was very unpleasant. It was I got a very bad company and and I it, it was traumatic for me. And uh, so they assured me everything that I needed to do and that I should move on this sooner rather than later, get my ducks in line before I really had to. And so I was really grateful because look at look at what was they were coming out of the woodwork to help me so monday came along and uh i i knew intuitively uh and another friend had intuited too that that we had to look at the cardiac issue and um 
And so I got a, a cardiologist and her great cardiologist had just closed his practice. And so I hadn't even signed her up with anybody new, but I had intuited this doctor and I felt good about him. So I called his office and I don't know where you live, but in California, it's almost impossible to get the medical assistant on the phone. You could wait 48 hours and nobody calls you back. It's terrible. And you know, the health system everywhere right now is pretty broken. So I, I, I got this young man immediately on the phone. He was bright. He told me again, you, you've got to go to the emergency emergency board. And I told him why I wasn't going to do that. And I felt good about it. My sister was on board. We knew that we were doing the right thing for my mother. And I said, we have home health care totally uh, in place. You can get all the tests done except one heart test. And there isn't any reason for her to go out of her house in her comfort zone. And would you please, I'd, I need to speak to the doctor. And I thought, well, you know, I'm I'm going to hold with Holy Spirit that this is this is going to I just stayed present. And this is what you need to do. I stayed calm and I stayed present and I asked for asked for what I needed. And I stayed in love. And 10 minutes later, he said, well, the doctor's at the hospital. I said, well, have him call me as soon as possible, please, because I need to get these things going. And the doctor called me 10 minutes later. Another reason to be grateful that I mean, my are super nice. And he said, you've got to take her to ER. And I told him no. And I explained what I needed and explained the whole thing again. And he complied. He said, okay. And I was grateful because I was, I knew this was the right course of action. He, he, but he said, listen, the heart test that you need is going to take one to three days for them to even call you back from scheduling. I mean, you may not get it for a week or so, and, and you're, you're putting her in danger. And I thought, I know that isn't going to happen. I know it isn't. And I said, let's go with this. 10 minutes later, 10 minutes later, the scheduling people called me and said, we have two cancellations tomorrow. Which one would you like? Are you kidding me? Grateful. Two cancellations for the heart test. And I chose one. And, and another reason to be grateful, my wonderful sister stepped up and said, I will come and help you take her because we've got to have a wheelchair now. And it's a very big deal. And I'm not physically able to deal with all this anymore. So <clears throat> we had that all lined up. 10 minutes after that call, the phone rang again and the chest x-ray that was ordered, the, the technician said, I am 30 minutes from your house. Can I come over right now? Oh my God, I was grateful. Are you kidding? Yes, we had that done. And then it occurred to me, she has to have blood tests and it takes the home health company days to get this done. And I called and I got the, the assistant on the phone again. He picked up. Another reason to be grateful. It was like blowing my mind, all these fabulous miracles that effortlessly it was coming into place. And maybe you've had days like this, right? And I hope you have, because you can see that it's it's coming effortlessly if you will stay in peace and, and hold the love and stay with Holy Spirit and let spirit work through you. So I get got the MA to put a lab order in because the test she was going to have the next day was directly across the hallway to the lab and we could get that all done. And he said, I will try to get this in time. I will try to get this in time. And he did. And by the next day, within 30 hours, we had all the tests done, the blood test, the heart test and the chest X-ray. And at the end of the day, another reason to be grateful, the doctor called me up. I was surprised. I didn't expect the results to come back. He had the results and had a, a diagnosis and what to do about it. And by the next day, I had the medication and we were done. And I was in gratitude. Holy cow. This was incredible. And I thought, okay, things are rolling. And, you know, uh, the next day, I completely 
fell off the horse. It's like I knew that I had been blessed, but for some reason I, I couldn't stay with it. And I, my fear overtook me, the stress of the situation, which often happens with me. I'm great in an emergency. And then the next day or two, when the storm has passed, I feel I'm exhausted. And, um, you know, so I, I fell off the horse. I hit a bump. And that's why I think Spirit told me to start riding on Tuesday when I was so high, you know, but um, I couldn't. And I really had to use everything in my power last week to stay everything that I knew spiritually that I knew that were my practices. I had to practice what I preach to, to stay on board. And um, a few weeks ago, a spirit had said to me when I was driving, I was thinking about my mom's issues. And uh, my guide said to me, focus on the love. Don't focus on the problem. Focus on the love. And and so I went back to counting my blessings. But what I felt that I lacked, which was sleep, which was any kind of diversion. It's like I do this 24-7 now. This is like I'm on my, what, 12th year with, with no break, no day off. I mean, who could you hire that would do that? I'm exhausted. And and it's not that I'm not grateful to be here and to, for the care of being able to care for my parents and all of that and all the gifts that they've showered on me. But But, you know, everybody needs a break. And I just... There's no break in sight. And so that thought in my head started to, I started to throw myself a little bit of a pity party. And then I got pretty angry. I got pretty angry. And I know I create my own reality. I know I'm responsible for this. I, I've got that. But I, I I couldn't shake it nonetheless. And it was coming up and coming up. Now, in the middle of this, I was led to watch a video. I got still and I said, Holy Spirit, I need some help. I, I just don't know why all these things that I thought I had cleared so much anger that I've cleared and so much resentment. And I'm, I, I understand I've created this scenario for myself and I see the gifts in it, but I can't shake this and why. And I got led to watch a video. I only open my email intuitively because I get too many of them. And so I just, I just, when I get a hit on something, I open it up and it was a video about the Arcturians. Now, if they're a galactic brotherhood of light, the Arcturians, they're, they're a lot older uh, than humankind. And um, I say this, and if you're not a, you're not a galactic person, that's fine. That's why I told you I'm a psychic and a medium at the beginning, because this is, this is what I do. This is my life experience. I was visited by the Arcturians at uh, age 15 and age 19. They came right through the walls in the middle of the night. And I knew who they were because I've had a multidimensional experience my whole life. I had my gifts at birth. Um, and my guides told me they were going to step back and, and they did. And I had to, you know, the, the veil descended and I had to start learning my lessons and my ego came up and I didn't even know it. And then years later, I, I still had a lot of spiritual experiences. I was still connected, but they said, you've got to stay focused on the life you came to live and not always be chatting with us in order to learn the lessons, you know? So, um, there was a gentleman there who's a channel for the Arcturians. And as I read his energy, I liked his vibe. I thought oh, this guy's for real. He's good. So um, also um, when I really came back online, uh, I woke uh, awakened in the eighties. Uh, the By the nineties, I was called by the spiritual hierarchy, the wide receiver. I think I've told this story before, but I'll tell it briefly for those of you who don't remember or who are just tuning in. Um, I was uh, the spirit. I hate football and they know it. And it was a private joke. Spirit showed me with a football helmet on my head with a satellite dish, which meant that I was able to read the frequency of every single um, wave of light. In other words, 
uh, the Debit Kingdom, which is the little people like the fairies, are on a short wavelength of light. And I was a, became a, a full body channel for one of the Devics. Uh, I could read the Galactic Brotherhood of Light, all, mediumship, you know, your your loved ones that were past, your spirit guides. Um, and I was just a communication station was really what my function was. And I could be the angelic realm. I, I knew which angel it was who was talking and the ascended masters uh, began to speak through me. So uh, I also became a full body channel for the light body. So I was the wide receiver. So this is very natural for me to be led to the Arcturians. It may be weird for you, <laughs> but I've had an out of the box kind of life. So if you're tuned to this channel, you know, bear with uh, because what they said that the Arcturian said is applies to all of us. Cause I had said, why is this still coming up? I mean, I thought I've done so much inner work and maybe that's where you find yourself today. And they said the month of December, I don't want to timestamp this, but I kind of am. This is December, 2021, but this, this is going to continue to happen because when we are coming to Christ consciousness, we have to release our, our Akashic records, which is the subconscious of all the dreams of all the lifetimes we've had since time began. Began. Time began when with the fall from grace, and uh, the eternal now has never has never ceased to exist. We when we wake up, we go out of time into the eternal present now, and I'll share about that later. But the Arcturian said this in answer to my question about why is this all coming up again. I thought I'd cleared it, and maybe this is you. They said the month of December, everything is going to be triggered, particularly those who have worked a really long time who have been conscious, uh, uh, consciously aware of, of what they're doing to awaken uh, it, it, because it's the Akashic that's clearing. And, and if you, in the Course in Miracles, he's clearing out your thought forms, your belief systems based on the dream of separation. So they were right on about that. But they said most people are freaking out because, and you may be one of them, because they think that the things that they're seeing that are coming up, and I was having strange thoughts and things that I, you know, I mean, fearful thoughts and things that I don't normally think about. And he said, it is not prophecy. It's not going to happen in the future. It's coming up because it's coming up to clear. And those of you who are, have been on the road and focused a long time on coming to uh, Christ consciousness are going to be coming into mastery. So I felt a little bit better about that because I thought, okay, it's, it's another deep dive. Still, it didn't really, it, it helped me a little bit, but still I couldn't shake the feeling. So I, I hope that helps you. I did a, um, let's see here. I, you know, it's always about removing the blocks to the awareness of love's presence. I say that in almost in every podcast. It's one of my favorite things that Jesus says, because really, if you're having a bad experience, it's what is in your mind. It's the narrative that's running about it. Because if we were feeling perfect connection with our, with our source within ourselves, the kingdom within, we would be at peace and, and the outer circumstances would, would have nothing to do with how we experience life. We would just feel the bliss of God. That sounds wild, but it's true. It's, it's like the sun is always shining, but the clouds go by. And that's really a very simple way to say it, but it's true. So um, what I did last week was I started begging for a diversion. <laughs> Could I, could I shop? Could I, could I go out and get some entertainment? Could I just leave the house because I can't leave uh, because she's not well enough. And this has gone on forever. And um, uh, in podcast one, I realized, I told my story of divine revelation and I realized, oh my God, you're doing the same thing you did in 2014 
uh, when my dad was really sick at terminally and, and he was going to die. And I drove down to uh, nearby Harbor and beseeched God for an hour for everything I thought w- that would give me a distraction from the pain, lift me up, give me a break. Because everybody on the planet pretty much right now, not everybody, but a lot of people need a break, don't we? I mean, there's a lot going on. If you're struggling in different ways, it doesn't have to be elder care. You've lost your job. You're trying to balance kids and, and everything else, you know. So I realized, oh, my goodness, I'm looking out there again for uh, my peace. And this show is called Finding Your Peace. And guess what? It's within you. So gratitude. You know, I thought, okay, go back to gratitude, go back to gratitude. So I actually looked it up. I looked up some quotes, not like I don't know what it is, but I found this quote from someone called Germany Kent, and I really liked it. It touched me. It said, it's a funny thing about life. Once you begin to take notes of the things you are grateful for, you begin to lose sight of the things you lack. Well, that's true, right? And then Rumi, if you are familiar with the 13th century poet and mystic Rumi, I've always loved this quote, and it did lift me up. He said, live life as if everything is rigged in your favor. And I thought back about how everything went. And, and but this brings me to Jesus and A Course in Miracles, because my mom is one of the kindest people you'll ever meet on the planet. I mean, everybody that's ever known her says she's the kindest person. She's the gem on the planet. And she's often expressing her gratitude. She li- she really lives that way. But she says it like this. She says, when we're having a bad time, she'll say, well, you know, a lot of people are alone and we're not alone and we have food and, and we have a lot of good things and everything. But Jesus says, and this is very interesting. And this is the point of the show. Jesus says, this is not gratitude. He said, now listen to this. He says, gratitude is not about that you have more or are suffering less than others. Gratitude is not about that you have more or are suffering less than others. It's not. He says, that's about separation. He said, those of us who are in separation, which means we cannot feel our connection to our source, which is pure love and, and, and eternal peace. We can't feel that because we're blocked with our fear thoughts and our ego, our judgment, our guilt, all of this against ourselves and each other. He said, he said, you believe that you suffer because temporarily you have these blocks to the awareness of love's presence. So you still believe that you suffer. Now that's not an unkind statement, even though it sounds harsh it's not because jesus is all about kindness and says kindness is always appropriate but what he's saying is that the suffering comes from our grievances and our fear and our guilt and what i was doing which was looking outside of myself once again even though i know better to get a break it's it's not going to happen that way so i know this is true because of the experience of divine revelation and i had more than one and then a couple of weeks ago, I, I did a podcast called um, Claiming Your Life Raft in the Sea of Chaos, where I offered information from, um, I had done several readings with the Ascended Masters, and they were saying what Jesus was saying was very pertinent for the time. And I shared that on there. And I asked Holy Spirit in, in that two-week interval to help me to fall in love with myself and the world. And two weeks later, I had an extended experience of the bliss of God and everything I looked at suddenly that I used to think was was horrible that was going on came into a view of perfection for me so it's in it's in there it's in there already and we just we have to you know gratitude 
helps us. I mean, we, we need to be grateful for the small things and the luxuries, but most important, Jesus says we need to be grateful for this, that we're loved, that we have, we are, we're created by a loving God and that we are love. We are what God is. We are spirit. We live eternally and we're dreaming. And guess what? The greatest thing to be grateful for is that we can wake ourselves up and all of our relationships, even if they're difficult, are meant to help us wake up. If you want to check out the podcast on holy relationships, it's mind blowing what he says. It will it will it will change the way you see everybody, whether they're special relationships of people that you love and get along with or people that have been difficult for you. Please check out holy relationships either on ShellyJMiller.com or here on BBS radio station one in the archives for finding your peace. So he and then thirdly, he says to be grateful for the fact that God has given us Holy Spirit to get us home. It's God created Holy Spirit uh, so that we wouldn't just have the ego yakking in our head with negativity. It's the voice for God. It's connected. Holy Spirit is connected to God, has never left the source, sees us in our disarray, believes none of it, but gently guides us back to when we say, please help me to see this differently. And he races in the background when we give our relationships to Holy Spirit to heal relays brings us opportunities where we have these miracles in perception we have a change in perception that's what a miracle is so that is really a lot to be grateful for uh in fact it's it you know it's everything because as we begin to focus on those things who we really are and who our brother is that we're the son of god we're one mind one shared mind and we're looking at a projection and we're projecting on other people when in truth it's a self-correction deal i mean you have to just only stay in your lane and correct your own limited thoughts let go of your own fear and you know um god goes with you wherever you go because god is within you so we're holy, we're innocent, and we're forgiven. We're forgiven already. God doesn't have to forgive because he never judged. He's always seen us the way he created us, and he knows we're temporarily dreaming. So it's completely true that what you focus on grows. And even people who are just starting to wake up know that. You've probably also heard what you resist persists. And when you're grateful, you're given more to be grateful for. And that's true. What you focus on is what is going to be your experience. And, you know, spirit told me, focus on the love, not the problems. So this week I went on, I was still struggling and maybe you can relate. I, I almost, I almost had to call the producer and say, you know, I, I have nothing positive to say. Now I would never do that. I'm somebody who rises to the occasion, but I, I had to call a friend last night and she said, I think if you just start writing and you're, you're focused on it, you'll start to feel better. And of course, focusing with Jesus and a course in miracles, I did begin to feel better. And I started to see how incredibly grateful I am that even though I can't get a break, it must be designed that way so that I can't escape, so that I have to go deeper and deeper and deeper. Because what do I really want? I want inner peace and I want to make this my last lifetime. And so my mother and my, my father, they have given me a great opportunity to stay here and love me while I healed my mind. And I'm so much farther down the road. And, you know, what what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. I mean, seriously, it does. And it makes you more free 
also. So um, I had a visitation from someone from the angelic realm. It was a female presence. And she said to me, and this was several months ago, she said to me in preparation for all of this that I didn't know was going to happen. I knew it was going to happen eventually, but here we are now at the door of, of her leaving. And she said, enjoy this last year with your mom. This has been a while ago. And I don't think we have a year left. I mean, we have probably a couple, maybe a month or two. And she said, uh, gentleness and kindness until there is nothing left but love gentleness and kindness until there's nothing left but love that is indeed something to be grateful for um because i you know praying for a break and let me go out let me let me do something let me have somebody come in so that i can have a moment of downtime all that beseeching that's what i was doing when my mind clicked off and i had the divine revelation and i i went I transcended the mind and went into the eternal now and, and realized what the goal was. This was many years ago. And it, and then I had a second one that year and this was based around my dad's dying and it it changed my life because I realized what the goal was. It's like, Oh my God, that's within me at all times. And I just need to remove the block so that I can feel that all the time. And I will enter the kingdom of heaven and it will be for eternity. So, um, I called a friend last night. He actually texted me and he said, because he, he's been trying to help me raise up, uh, lift up my head out of the mud puddle. And I, he texted me, he said, how are you doing? And I said, uh, I'm better because I'm, I'm working on this. I'm focusing on this. And I said, let me ask you this. Um, do you count your blessings? And he said, no. And I was kind of shocked really what do you mean you don't count your blessings i mean because i do and he said no i don't count them because there's so many of them i love that answer i really love that answer i thought wow he's a, he's exactly 100 percent correct he already knows i'm grateful i i'm grateful because there's always there's blessings everywhere i had just gotten so focused and i think it's mostly the fatigue and the the sameness of everything and, and, and I thought, okay. And he, I, I said, well, how do you, how do you get back to gratitude when you're off? And he said, ah, I want to tell you this. He said, when you call me and I'm asleep again, I'm focused on the illusion and all my problems. He said, all you have to say is the word gratitude. And I experience, he lives in Hawaii. And so you know, there's a lot of water sports and that kind of thing. He said, it's like when you snorkel and you have the mask on and you're underwater and you're totally focused on what's going on underwater and you forget that there's a world up there. And he said, and when you say the word grateful, it's like, I think, oh my gosh, I forgot to breathe. And I lift my head up out of the water and I realize wow, I've been asleep for five days. I've been focused on the illusion and all my problems. I thought that was interesting and, and a very good metaphor for what's going on because we do fall asleep and gratitude is the bridge to waking yourself back up. I thought that was, that was really beautiful. Um, you know, we're not alone. We're loved. This is temporary. It's temporary dream. We have to just, we have to stay awake and we have to help each other to be vigilant for God at all times and, um, and to be mighty companions on the road 
a home, which is Jesus says a journey with 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 uh, without distance. And one of my favorite quotes, and I've shared it many times with you, is he says that we are safe at home with God, dreaming of our exile. This is not really where we are. He said, when our minds separated, we projected our fear of being separate from God out. And then uh, ego said, you know, come with me. We'll have a world all to ourselves, where God can't punish you. And so ego promises everything. It delivers nothing. And uh, most of us, I, I read for so many people and everybody has that, that guilt. They either beat up on themselves or they attack other people because we have this guilt around the fall. And when you think about it and you look at yourself and those in your family and, and those who are problematic for you, whatever is triggering you is something that's unhealed in you. You have to know that and you have to not try to fix them. You have to go within, find where you have the same thought form and belief. That's a fear thought. And you have to remember that you're innocent and holy. And so are they, nobody ever sinned against you. So a few nights ago, I went to prepare some food in the kitchen and I was really tired. And I thought, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to have a little distraction here. I'm going to watch video. I'm actually going to listen to it while I cook. Uh, So I'll just put it, I'll take my phone here and I'll just push the play button. And if I'm quiet when I'm cooking, I can hear it. And uh, so I didn't turn it on. I got busy cooking. And all of a sudden I heard spirit in my head say the name of the host of the radio show that I was going to watch. So I went over to my phone and I thought, oh yeah, I forgot to turn that on. So I looked down and it was 733 on the phone. Now, 733 is a sacred number. And this comes from, from your subconscious, but it's a way that you can be guided uh by, by the higher mind to see um to get to get guidance by by numbers series of numbers and so i thought well <laughs> i'm not supposed to really put, put the the show on i'm supposed to look up 733 so i looked it up and i'm going to share this with you because guess what you won't believe it the meaning of angel number 733 is drum roll please gratitude <laughs> okay so I'm going to read you what it said because it'll benefit you too. It said 733 is a message of gratitude. We know what you're going through is hard, but don't let the monotony, no kidding, of what is occurring get you down. You need to learn to live in gratitude. You are so overwhelmed by problems, yes, and unrealistic concerns, that too, that you do not see how fortunate you are. You are blessed with so much love and support, and now is the moment you realize and appreciate what you have in life. The angels are saying to you to be grateful for both big and small things in your life. Be grateful not only for the good things and experiences in your life, but also for the bad ones, because these helped you grow and become the person you are today life is about the journey and who you become along the way your strength wisdom love and compassion come from all your past experiences so be grateful for every single event that happened because it happened to you to become a better person always look at the bright side be proud of you of everything you have overcome The universe is letting you know that you are loved and not punished for what you have struggled. The angels are congratulating you for the person you have become. Live in gratitude and life will smile back at you. And I said out loud, thank you. That was incredible. So I went back to... I went back to cooking and about 10 minutes later, I heard the name of the 
guest that was going to be on the show that I thought I was going to listen to. I I forgot to turn on the phone again and listen. I guess I wasn't finished. And I went over to turn on the video and it was 744, which is a numerical sequence that I've been seeing all the numbers in 44 for over a year, maybe a year and a half. And they've been very accurate with guiding me. So I went, of course, you've got Holy Spirit and that's your ultimate guide, but you get feedback in the outer from, from, from your mind. And, and, and a lot of it is with numbers. So I went back to my phone and I looked up number 744 and I'll be darned it. I mean, it, it said, you've got to stay focused like a Marine on a target uh, toward your spiritual growth, towards your enlightenment. Uh, perfect. Right. Yeah. No kidding. Very pertinent advice about how to, how to get through uh, difficult times. So here's the thing. And I've said this before, I, I I will say to start your day by giving your day to the Holy Spirit to direct is the most important thing you can do because it lines you up with your higher mind, with the divine mind. You, if you will stay present and feel the presence of God through you, which is who you are, you're not your personality, you're not your historical self, your portfolio, you're, you're not, you're not any of that. You're not the body. You're definitely not the body. That's an illusion. It's terror and it, it makes us misidentify and think that we're separate from ourselves and each other. So if you will give your your attention to Holy Spirit in the day and say what Jesus says in the course, where would you have me go? What would you have me do? What would you have me say and to whom? And God's will be done. So you have to line up, you have to want to line up, align your will and God's will. Otherwise, the ego is directing you and that will buy you endless tickets back into pain and suffering. The illusion of death, life uh, or birth, life, death, uh, rebirth. You're still dreaming when you're out of the body, physical death until you heal your mind. So, uh, and the thing is, guys, we don't know what's coming down the pike. I mean, I certainly didn't uh, when I got all this information and we don't know how the best way is to navigate it. Holy Spirit will always guide you, but it will also unwind the, the negativity and the fear in your mind. It will show you the aha, what you need to learn. I want to share this with you because this is what Jesus says about Holy Spirit, just part of it, but I, I like it. The Holy Spirit is described as the remaining communication link between God and his separated sons. His dual function is that he knows because he's part of God and he perceives because he was sent to save humanity. He is the great correction principle. In other words, he corrects our, our thoughts of fear to thoughts of love. He resides in the part of your mind, which is the Christ mind. And a guide of mine said, who is an ascended master, he told me years ago, he said, he sees, Holy Spirit sees you in all your disarray and gently leads you home, which remember is the kingdom of heaven, which is within you. So I start my day that way and, and it's changed everything. And, and you can do that as you, instead of planning, watch the podcast on how you must give up the belief that you must plan. It's really, really imperative so that you're not working for your conscious thinking mind. You're not working and making decisions from there. You're being still and being guided and taking guided action. That's what you're supposed to do. I know that's a strange way to live at first, 
but it's the only way to live. Believe me, because it will lead you away from the ego and the material world into you'll have everything come more effortlessly to you. This is the way to live. We are not here to get married, have children, make a million dollars, find find our purpose. We're here to heal our minds. We are heal, here to heal our minds. And if you call me for a reading on any of those things, relationships, where you're supposed to move, uh, what job you're supposed to be in, will you get guidance on that? A hundred percent. You'll even have guides come in or loved ones. You'll tap the Akashic records for you. Whatever you need, you get. Because we are here in the illusion and we have to move forward in a positive way. But you'll also get, if you're open, information from the Course in Miracles as to how you move forward and how you forgive and how you heal yourself and your relationships and your finances and all of that. So Jesus says our only function is forgiveness until we realize that there's nothing to forgive. There's nothing to forgive. Why? Because we're dreaming. We're all dreaming. You wouldn't punish yourself or somebody else for dreaming. You would just say, oh, my gosh, that was that was a horrible nightmare. And then you'd say, my brother, we go home together. That's that's what we're here to do, because we're here to awaken from the dream. And remember, we have to let go of our grievances against ourselves and each other. We have to stop the judgment. We have to stop believing that anybody sinned against us and take responsibility for our own dreams. Jesus is very clear that we came in and we created we came with our fallen thoughts and somebody shows up to play the part for you. If you think you should be punished, someone will show up to punish you. It works that way. And it doesn't change until you heal that place where you realize you're loved and you deserve love and you start loving yourself. And then that stops happening. Right. So don't blame the other person because our relationships are what get, get us, what get us home. We, we don't go home alone. Our relationships, even the difficult ones are the things through our forgiveness that will bring us back to the God within us. So guilt is a big one. You've got to replace that and anger and hurt and jealousy, all those lower lack thoughts, all of that, those have to be turned to love. And, and it is the most comforting thing in the world to remember and to be grateful for the fact that we are here to awaken the Christ within us. That's what we're here for. So in terms of gratitude, Yes, be grateful. You know, when I was on my spiritual journey and I was so low and so it was so challenging and I didn't want to be away from home for years at a time. I was missing missing the life of my nephews and holidays and it was terrible. And yet I knew I couldn't go home. I was I I mean there is your your only free will is to heal your mind. Jesus is very clear about that. You think you have free will, but you don't. It's a movie. And the only free will is to collapse the lessons that you need to learn and then that lesson doesn't come up again and Holy Spirit collapses that for you and then you move forward and you have a different experience. Your only free will is to choose love over fear, Holy Spirit over ego. That may be hard to understand, but it's a good thing to know because you are completely at choice and that's a lot to be grateful for. So let's see what else I have for you here. Remember that the body is temporary, that we have misidentified along with our personality and our story and our historical self and our portfolio. 
we've totally, you know, we've misidentified. We're eternal. We live eternally. When I had the divine revelation, oh my goodness, there was no body. There was no mind. My mind was completely still. And I was just in the presence of God. It, it was phenomenal. <clears throat> That's what we have to look forward to. Be grateful for, oh, I was going to tell you when I was, when I was on the spiritual journey, I was so low. There were some days when I actually, all I felt like I had to bless was the uh, soap and water and a warm shower. And, you know, it lifted me up because what you focus on grows. And, you know, that's a practice that I still do today. I know it sounds crazy. My life is not like that, but I have, every time I get in the shower, I bless the soap and water and that I have a clean place to take a, a shower and nice soap and I have a cozy towel and you know, uh, it's the simple things. It's the little things you're loved and cared for. We don't, spirit doesn't abandon us. We abandon ourselves when we, when we follow our ego. And as hard as this has been, spirit gives you what you need. So, uh, somebody said once that you, it's like a Rolling Stone song. You don't always get what you want, but you get what you need. That's what the Rolling Stone's saying. And that applies to your spiritual reality. Um you know, because there are a lot of people who have everything you think that you want and they're miserable because peace is within you and they can't find it because they substituted things that, that they value things on the outside and and those are temporary. They they don't last. So remember that the internal, uh, the eternal is the uh, our inner teacher, which leads us back to heaven. And, you know, don't beat yourself up or anybody else because we've just forgotten. That's all. We've forgotten who we really are. I have a podcast called, um, I, I think it's about uh, surrendering, surrendering to what is. That would be a good one to watch right about now in the month of December. And there's another one about knowing who you are will, will literally save your life, which is when you really realize who you are, which is Christ, which is which is the unmanifest. You are the presence. You having a temporary experience looking out through physical eyes, but that's not who you are. The more you focus on that, the more you'll see it in the people around you. And then you're moving along out of judgment towards Christ consciousness. So this two week journey with my mom has really been um, an amazing, an amazing journey. And yes, I am exhausted, but I'm finding that I was living in the future, worried about what's coming. And I've said many times, and, and those of us who are on the journey together that I know, my clients and my friends, always remind ourselves, if you're in fear, you're most likely in the future. Take a look. If you're having anger and regret and things like that, you're most likely viewing the past. It's a hologram and it's a movie projected from our mind. And we view the movie past, future, past, future. We're almost never in the present. And Jesus said, you're, you're not even, you're not even like, you're, you're, you're thinking useless thoughts. You're not, he said, when you're doing past, present, past, past, future, past, future, you're not present. And so you can't really see what true vision, which is Christ's vision, because you're, you're, you're viewing the separation regrets in the past or guilt or whatever, or, oh my God, what's going to happen. And nothing is going to happen except that you're going to stay present, feel the presence act from love and gentleness and kindness 
choose peace, catch yourself, don't blame anybody else for your story and stop telling your story, right? And and saying gratitude for the little things, the big things, but mostly because God loves us, we are what God is, and we have Holy Spirit within us to lead us back. So if you're stressed for any reason, please use the bridge of gratitude. You know, it's it's really important uh, to remember that. And, um, you know, I, I have to say the Course in Miracles uh, in the last couple of years, probably the last year and a half, I have made more headway because of following the teachings of Jesus than I've made in the 30 years I've been on the trail. And that's a powerful thing to say because I have read for people. I have been the wide receiver and received communication from all levels of the spiritual hierarchy. And I was taught from within, from, from, from the guides. But it wasn't until I got to the course and understood that I have to take full responsibility for everything. And this is a dream. And the only way out is to forgive the entire thing. You have to have radical forgiveness to, to, to let go of the dream. That is so much to be grateful for, to know that one thing, because it changed my life. I was making headway, but not enough until I, until I considered that I was dreaming it. And I, I didn't never wanted to be here. When I was a baby, I looked down and saw myself in sleepers at two and a half years old. And I freaked out because I thought, my God, how dare God send me back? I didn't realize I was still dreaming and had an unhealed mind for years, for decades. I didn't know. And when I got to the Course in Miracles and I realized that it's radical forgiveness that will set me free, boy, you, you start working on that. You start saying, okay, show me the, show me the exit strategy, you know, because if you want to be in, in peace, if you want to find your peace, it's within you. And remember, it's about removing the blocks. To the awareness of love's presence so let's see what i else i have for you um don i think we can end in about a minute um so on a daily basis when you give yourself to holy spirit and then you check in with yourself when you feel like you're off kilter stop breathe recenter Call on Holy Spirit, help me to see this differently. And then be very still. And then the next movement will come. Your, your hand will be on the phone and you wouldn't, you won't even know that you were supposed to make a call. And you'll know it's and and then we uh you will know exactly what to do. I mean, it will come to you. This is what I did the other day when with the doctors. I mean, it just it just I just was still and I held I held the frequency of of love and a divine presence. Um so on a daily basis, if you can do that and always, always choose for God's will to be done, not your will, because that'll keep you out of trouble. Remember, you're becoming one with Holy Spirit like Jesus did. And we're omnipotent and omnipresent. And those gifts will be returned to us when we heal our mind. You have to think about that. Jesus said these things that he did, we will do and more. We will do. He, he wasn't kidding. He wasn't being metaphorical. We have all the power to overcome the physical world and, and more. But we have to be connected and we have to have be of a healed mind. He's led the way for us and he's written the book. And that's a lot to be grateful for. 
I hope that you'll you'll uh, look for other teach, teachers of A Course in Miracles, pick up the book at the Foundation for Inner Peace, listen to other course teachers. Uh, there's a big community. You will not feel alone. There's a big community of course people. And um, stay deeply present and feel the presence of who you are. You're the unmanifest. We are the unmanifest. You're not the body. Your only function is forgiveness until you realize there's nothing to forgive and be grateful for all the experiences and opportunities that come your way. I'm certainly reframing mine because I know that even though I'm not getting a break to be able to go out there, it's like the Arcturian said, I have to go for mastery. And when you can't escape, it's sort of like you feel like you're in prison. You're going to have to, you know, that, that book, I know why the caged bird sings. Well, you know, because you come to peace in the cage and then the cage disappears. Right. Okay. So um, I hope my journey has helped you to live a life of gratitude. Um, If you want to book with me, I have all five-star reviews. If you want to read them, I live in Laguna, Miguel, California. You would have to look it up. Google reviews for Shelly J. Miller, uh, Psychic Medium, and Yelp. And you'll have to probably put in a location. You could put in Dana Point, California, D-A-N-A, California, Point, California, uh, to find it. But I have all five-star reviews. And, and, um, and, and uh, you know, I've been on this road. I've had my gifts all my life. So, And then The Course in Miracles. Most of the people that come to me are ready to hear the course as well as get daily information of the decisions they need to make. Most people are coming to accelerate their awakening. So if you want to book and accelerate your growth and get some questions answered, make a connection with your guides or loved ones, contact me at ShellyJMiller.com, S-H-E-L-L-Y-J-Miller.com. You can scroll down on that homepage and you can see all the podcasts that are listed. There will be three more that will be listed within another week or so. Um, And join the newsletter while you're there. I also have a YouTube channel if you want to subscribe. It's Shelly J. Miller, Psychic Medium. And the podcasts are posted there. If you hit the subscribe button, then you'll get the announcements or the email. You'll get the announcements of uh, when I'm broadcasting. Again, you can look here on BBS Radio Station 1. I broadcast every other Sunday at 2 o'clock Pacific Time. I'm in California. And uh, you can look up Finding Your Peace in the archives and all the shows are listed there. I'm going to give you the phone number twice to get in touch with me in case you just need to jot this down and you don't have a computer or or you want to call 949-237-2960. I'll be back in a couple of weeks and we'll see what spirit leads me to when with my you know, if I've been able to really, really to deepen that level of living in gratitude, not just catching a few moments and saying, oh, good things just went my way. Really write it down and focus. And uh, I will see you next time. Remember, you're the light of the world and you are love. Bye for now. Join us next time, every other Sunday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time for Finding Your Peace with Shelley J. Miller. Be sure to look for the podcasts Finding Your Peace with Shelley J. Miller on iTunes, Google Play, and all of your favorite podcast stations. To contact Shelley, book an appointment, and to find out more about her work, 
go to ShellyJMiller.com.